I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. Thank you for tuning in with Talk With You, the one and only Christian broadcast. Hosted by your one and only, Jewel Benjamin Georges. Hello, 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 and good morning, good afternoon, everybody. It depends where you're watching me and listening to me. Before I continue, I want to send my number one message. If you haven't received Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior, right now is the time and day, the second and hour for you to receive Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior. After that, welcome to Talk With You the number one Christian podcast. Today I'm coming to you guys with episode 73 and my topic today is what does the Bible say about fear? What does the Bible say about fear? You know, fear is something that everybody feels. Everybody have that problem in them. Even me, most of the time I think about things, I say, okay, why are we afraid? Like, one thing that bugs me sometimes, like, when people actually, somebody might be, you know, next to you every day, a best friend or a loved one, could be a wife or a husband, a brother, a sister, a mom and dad. You guys are together every day, having fun every day, y'all love each other. And then the moment the person dies, we become afraid. Even if the person arrives in front of us, we're going to run away. Because like, it's like we're afraid of ghosts. The moment we know someone died, and we know, we know and we believe there's like ghosts around, we become afraid. It's like we forget that we used to be friends with that person. We used to be around that person every day. We used to love the person. The moment the person dies, we become afraid of the person. Sometimes I ask myself, why are we like that? Like, why does stuff like this happen? Not everybody have that kind of fear. Like, some people, they're not afraid of ghosts. They're not afraid of dead people, especially the people that work at the funeral home. That's one of the jobs I told myself I would not do, you know, like, I don't see myself doing that. But God called everybody for something, you know, for something special. Like I told you guys before, even if you are a believer, you are not a believer. God, you know, all of us have a purpose on this earth. God created every one of us for a purpose. The Bible mentioned two special type of fear. The first is the beneficial and is to be encouraged, like to correct you. The second type is, you know, you know, the second type of fear God want us to, you know, God want us to overcome it. The first type of fear is fear of the Lord, Lord. 
God talk about the fear of the Lord. This type of fear does not necessarily mean being afraid of something. Rather, it is, you know, it is a fear of God. Uh, you know, like it is a fear of God, a revelation of His power, power and glory. However, it is also a proper respect for His. You know, it is also a proper respect for uh, for. For God, when you're afraid of God, when you have the fear of God, it is a proper respect for God. For God, you know, like, you know, wrath and anger. When I say anger, our anger and God's anger is two different things. In other words, the fear of the Lord is a total total announcement of all that God is, which come through knowing him. You know, we've come through knowing him. Fear of the Lord bring with, with his many blessings and benefits. It is the beginning of wisdom and lead to good understanding. Psalm 1, 11, verse 10. So the fear of the Lord the fear of God bring many blessings and benefit. It is the beginning of knowledge and lead to good understanding. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, the beginning of wisdom, and lead to good understanding. Some people say, like, why should I be afraid of God? If, you know, God, you know, he's got a monster. Like, some little kid take God as a monster, like, they're afraid, like, not like a monster, like a demon, like a, like a evil God, because he actually have all power, he's all powerful, God will, God will destroy them. Some people take the fear of God in a way, in a way that, they are afraid that God would, don't even want to be their friend because God is too good. They're not good enough for God to even talk to them. So that's not the kind of, you know, like fear. That that That's not what the fear of the Lord means. You know? When God talking about like the fear of the Lord, he wants me and you to feel him. It's like he wants me and you to respect him, to know him, to respect him as God. You're not supposed to disrespect God. You're not supposed to talk bad about God. You're not supposed to, you know, like mock the word of God. Because when, when you mock the Bible, you are mocking God. Because the word of God, the Bible is the word of God. The word of God is God. When you're mocking the Bible, you are mocking God. You are mocking, you know, Yahweh. So it is a respect, like you respect something so much, you know, like you would do anything. It's like you respect something so much, you would do anything to like to take care of the thing, like a diamond, like a treasure, like you will be afraid to lose that treasure. There's so many people, there's some kind of treasure they actually have. 
you know, that actually go to generation to generation to generation, those people, they will do anything for them not to lose that treasure. They will, they will put that treasure somewhere very safe that no one can have access to it. They will make sure there's no dust on it. They will make sure like to always like wipe it down because that's something that have to go through the next generation. So the word of God, the Bible is the word of God and the word of God is God. A lot of us, we don't even respect the Bible. We put the Bible anywhere. Some of you haven't not even wiped down the Bible. There's a lot of dust on your Bible. Some of you, y'all put anything on top of the Bible. Some of you, you actually like drop coffee on the Bible, water on the Bible. Some of you even step on your Bible. It's like you're stepping on God. It's like you are stepping, you know, like you're dropping like water or you're spinning like, you know, like on the Bible. Your dog even pee on your Bible. A lot of people, that dog pee and poop in the Bible because they don't take care of the Bible correctly. They don't put the Bible in a very safe place. That means you do not have the fear of God. If you had the kind of fear that God required for me and you to have for him, you was going to put your Bible somewhere safe. You was going to make sure that you write down your Bible, make sure there's no dust. You was going to make sure that your Bible, you know, like a lot of us, when, when we have a diploma, right? They give you like a diploma. Some of you, you know, like get it customized, put actually put it like in a glass, put it like in some kind of, you know, like plastic thing. So even if water drop on it, nothing will happen to the diploma or certificate, whatever. You know, if we had the respect, you know, like the fear of God, we was going to do the same thing for for God Bible. Because the Bible is God. The Word of God is God. A lot of people say, I don't believe in the Bible. I don't read the Bible because humans create the Bible. God used humans to create His Word. Put the thing in their mind for them to write down. And then with their own experience, people use you know, like God used them and then they wrote down their experience. Many of them, they've been around Christ. The 12 disciples, they've been around Christ. So they saw the thing that Jesus Christ did. So they wrote it in the Bible. It's like a history of God. So fear of the Lord bring with many blessings and benefit. It is the beginning of wisdom and lead to good understanding. Psalm 111, verse 10. Only fools despise wisdom and discipline. Proverbs 1, verse 7. So only a fool despise wisdom and discipline. A fool means someone that's not a believer, they don't care. You know, like... People that don't care, they want to live their life however. They don't, they don't like wisdom. They don't like discipline. There's a lot of people right now. They don't want to. They don't want to do the thing that the law say. They want to do their own stuff. They break the law whenever they feel like it. So those people don't like discipline. Same thing. A lot of people. They know the thing that the Bible say. They don't want to follow what the Bible say. They don't want to do what Christ, will, you know, want us to do. 
is because they do not like discipline. They don't like wisdom. So only a fool despises wisdom and discipline. Proverbs 1, verse 7. Furthermore, fear of the Lord leads to life, rest, peace. Proverbs 19, verse 23. Fear of the Lord lead to life, rest, and peace. When you have the peace of the Lord in you, you have the peace of God. You know, if you die right now, you are going somewhere good. You are going straight to heaven. To be with God, a place with no suffering, a place with no hunger, with no hate, a place everybody's equal. Everybody have the same color. A place, you know, like everybody will be respectful. You know, respect of one another. A place like we're going to be higher than the angels. Like the angels and higher than the angels. A place where we'll be able to see God, the Father, face. Just like you are watching me right now. You are, you know, watching my face. You are watching me talking. We will, I, we will have a special eyes that will make us be able to see God's face. You know, you will sleep peacefully. People that are having problems to sleep, people that are afraid to sleep, it's because they know their life is not right with God. They're claiming every day they don't believe in God, but they are, they are afraid to go to sleep. People that are serving Satan, serving all kind of false God, all kind of demon. They're afraid to go to sleep sometimes because they don't know if they're going to wake up the next day. They don't have the peace that me and you have that's serving God. They don't have the rest. They don't have the good life that us Christians have. If you really like a really, uh, really and truly a man of God and woman of God, and you're telling me that you don't have peace of mind, you are not really, you don't really uh, believe in God. You don't really have the wisdom of God. You don't really have the knowledge of God. You don't really have the fear of the Lord because you're afraid. You should not be afraid to go to sleep. You should not be afraid to go to a mission uh, in a mission uh, trip somewhere that have war every day. You should not be afraid to go to a mission church or mission in Haiti. God call you. You, you have work that you are doing in Haiti. If you have the fear of the Lord, the peace, of God in your life, you should not be afraid to go to Haiti right now on mission trip. Even if you die going to Haiti, you know that you are going to heaven. A lot of people say, I cannot wait to go to, to heaven, but they are afraid to die. You know? To be honest with you, me, I'm in a part of my life right now. I'm not afraid to die. I don't want to die right now. The reason why I don't want to die right now because there's a lot of stuff that I want to accomplish on earth for God. I haven't accomplished them yet. I'm working on them, but I haven't accomplished them full, fully yet. I started, but I haven't accomplished them yet. And there's a lot of stuff that God called me to do for him, and I haven't, God haven't used me to do it for him yet. But when God tell me that my job is done on earth, I must say, God, take me. You know? God, take me. 
a lot of us, we are still alive because of two things. It could be your work is not done on earth yet, or you are not a believer and God keep giving you chance and chance and chance for you to become a, become a believer, for you to accept him into your life as your Lord and Savior. So if you're telling me that you are a man of God and woman of God and then you're afraid, you do not have the peace of God. The peace of God, not, yeah, you do not have the peace of God. You, you, you do not have the fear of the Lord in you. The fear of the Lord is a kind of faith. You have faith in God. You should not be afraid of nothing. That's what I'm praying. There's some kind of stuff I see, you know, that I, that I am afraid of, like animal. There's some kind of animal I see that I'm afraid of. You know, I'm praying God for me to overcome it. Because whatever you are afraid of, the demon, Satan, and his demon can use them against you. If they know that you're afraid of snake, they can transform as a snake to come in your house to destroy your house, to destroy your uh, life. If you know that you're afraid of mouse, they know that you're afraid of dog, cat, whatever. They can, you know, you know, like, appeal of that animal just to make you afraid. If they know that you're afraid of ghosts, they can move stuff in your house to make you think there's ghosts in your house. And then that's them doing it for, you know, for them to put that fear in you. You know, that's the second fear. Not the fear of God, but the second fear that we're supposed to overcome. Furthermore, fear of the Lord leads to life, rest, and peace. Proverbs 19, verse uh, 23. It is the fortune of life, Proverbs 14, verse 27, and provides security and place of safety for us. Proverbs 14, verse 26. You guys can read those. It is the fortune of life and provides security and a place of safety for us. Like I say, when you have the fear of God in you, you have security. You know that God is protecting you. You know the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit is protecting you, and you have multiple angels watching over you, and you have a guardian angel that's you know that actually been registered, that actually been assigned to you. That guardian angel cannot go nowhere else but to be around you. God assigned everyone with a guardian angel. That guardian angel don't have no other job but to watch over you, to protect you. They cannot protect nobody else but you. And then there's other angels around them as a backup when they need backup. Angels are powerful, but they're not powerful like God. They're not all powerful. They still need backup when they're fighting demons. If the demon is too strong for them, God send backup. God could have, you know, do those stuff on his own, but he created everything for a reason. God will not go against something that he created. He created his movie to be like that. He will not go against it. He created his system, his heavenly system to be like that. He will not go over it. God created the angels for that, so he will not break what he, what he created. One can see a 
fearing God should be encouraged. However, the second type of fear mentioned in the Bible is not beneficial at all. This is the spirit of fear mentioned in 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of uh, fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. A spirit of fearfulness and uh, fearfulness. Timely does not come from God. A fear, a spirit of fear, fearfulness does not come from God. That spirit is you afraid of Satan, you afraid of dying, you afraid of ghosts, you afraid of uh, demon, you afraid of sleeping at night. You afraid of, you know, like, you afraid of you're going to lose your, you know, like, you know, that kind of fear bring anxiety, depression, mental health problem, stress, PTHD. So that fear, the second fear came from Satan. Those are the fear that I just say. When Satan knows that you're afraid of something, he will use it against you to destroy your life. When Satan knows that he, he put that fear in you, you're going to be afraid to pray. You're going to be afraid to meditate, meditate in the Word of God. You're going to be afraid in a, in a lot of things. Then you're going to be having a lot of anxiety. A lot of people commit suicide because they are afraid. When you see that you cannot pay your bill, that fear, that second fear is going to make you be afraid so much that you might end up breaking the bank, robbing the bank just so you can have money to pay your mortgage because you don't want to be kicked out. Somebody might come to you saying that if you believe in Jesus, I will shoot you. If you don't, if you say that you don't believe in Christ, I will let you go. That negative fear will make you um, deny Christ because you are afraid to get killed. You are afraid to die because you don't know if you die right now where you're going. A lot of people in church right now are saying, I'm, I'm a man of God and woman of God. They are afraid to die because they don't know if they're really going to heaven. Some of them, they say they are a Christian. They're still doubting about heaven and hell. They're still asking their stuff that's question that everybody else is asking themselves is there really a heaven is there really you know you know like hell so they are afraid so that is a negative fear that is the fear that god want me and you to overcome however sometimes we are afraid some you know we are afraid Sometimes the spirit of fear overcome us, and, and to overcome it, we need to trust in and love God completely. So the only way for you to overcome that fear, you need to trust in God and love God completely. You have to trust in God first and then love Him, or you have to love God for you to be able to trust Him. Yeah, I think the trust come before the, no, the love come before the trust. It's just like you see a female 
or you see a male that you like. You don't judge that person yet. You don't love that person yet. You just see the person you like, the way the person looks, or the way the person behaves. And then you go and then you talk to that person, and then you guys end up exchanging numbers. So when you guys exchanging numbers, and then you, you guys start getting to know each other, and then after you guys start getting to know each other, you start building the trust. You start building love. You know, you, you started building love. The moment that you guys building love, and you Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Started to trust the person. When you love the person completely, you have a lot of trust in that person because of that love. Same thing. You have to love God. How can you love God? You have to get to know Him. How can you get to know God? You have to meditate in the Word of God. First, accept Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior, and then you meditate in the Word of God. And then the more you meditate in the, in the Word of God, you're going to get to know God. Then you're going to fall in love with God. Then you're going to trust God. And you will overcome that fear. I used to be afraid like that when I was younger. I used to be, like, like I told you guys before, I used to be afraid of being uh, in a dark by myself, nighttime in my womb by myself. I used to be, you know, you know, afraid of, you know, like, you know, and I used to be afraid, you know, even to walk by a cemetery. To just walk by the cemetery, I used to be afraid. Even if the cemetery is like three blocks away, by me knowing there's a cemetery there, I'm going to be, I used to be afraid of going to that location because I know I'm going to end up next to the cemetery. But God had helped me to overcome those because I trust in God. The love of God is growing in me daily, deeper, stronger, and stronger. So the more the love of God is growing in me, you know, like the more I overcome the fear. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. You see, there is no fear in love. In love, there's no fear. So if the Bible say we have to trust and love God completely for us to overcome fear, and then it say there is no fear in love, I'm going to go off subject a little bit. If you are like in a relationship and you say you love the person, but you don't trust the person, you really don't love that person. 
If you in a relationship, you say you love someone and then you're afraid that person going to cheat on you or you're afraid that person going to leave you or something like that is because that love, maybe, you know, like, you know, maybe you love the person so much or that person doesn't love you. If the person doesn't love you, yeah, they're going to do that. You, you know, like you might love the person and if the person doesn't love you, yeah, there is a problem. You need to get out of that relationship because there's no love. Love's supposed to go both ways. So God loved us so much, he gave his only begotten son to die for me and you on the cross for our sin to be forgiven. So God already showing how much he loved me and you. So there's no problem in God's heart, in God's side, because he already showed you and me the way he loved me and you. So now it's our turn to return the same love to around God, to show God the same love. So there is no fear in love, but perfect love dry out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fear is not made perfect in love. 1 John chapter 14 verse 18. No one is perfect and God knows this. God knows no one is perfect. God called us to be perfect, but we will, we will not be perfect until we may, we go to heaven. When we go to heaven, that's when me and you are going to be perfect. So until we are on this earth, even though God called me and you to be perfect, God knows that we are not perfect. We are sinners. We are fighting with the flesh. We are fighting with a lot of spirit, a lot of demons that want me and you to be destroyed, that want me and you to miss heaven. They're doing everything in the little power that God gave them, to make you believe that there's no God. To make you don't believe in the word of God. No one is perfect and God knows this. That is why he had liberally um, spread encouragement against fear around the Bible. So God has spread, spread out encouragement against fear feel in the Bible. It means that God say a lot of things to encourage you in the Bible to overcome that fear. He gave us a lot of verse, a lot of way that me and you able to overcome it. Beginning in the book of Genesis, continue, continue to run the book of Revelation, God remind us to feel not. You see, God said, fear not, I am with you. Fear not, because I love you. Fear not, because I am protecting you. Fear not, because I live in you. Fear not, because I am God of God, the King of kings, the Lord of Lord, you know, the Lord. Of Lord. Fear not, I am all-powerful, almighty. I am Alpha and Omega. So God talk about all those stuff in the Bible. It's, you know, he's... That's his way of encouraging me and you, encouraging me and you to, to not be afraid. Because he knows that the enemy will make you be afraid, will try so hard to make you be afraid. So he's telling you to feel not. He's telling you who he is. He's the creator. Feel not, I, I am the creator. Feel not, everything belongs to me. Feel not, everything is under my feet. 
Fear not, I give you authority over, you know, over demons, scorpions, and snakes. I give you authority. I put the word under your feet. I put the enemy under our feet. So just like the enemy is under God's feet, God also put the enemy under your feet. We are not under the enemy's feet. Don't, you know, don't allow the enemy to make you think that you are under his feet. You are under his power. No, the enemy is under our power. As long you have Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior. If you do not have Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior, you do not have that authority over Satan. Satan is not under your feet because you do not have Christ. It's because of Christ we have dominion over Satan. It's because of Christ we have power over the enemy. It's because of God, the Spirit of God within us, the, uh, the Holy Spirit is God himself. In us, the only way we have the Holy Spirit is when we accept Christ. Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior. I don't care what, what other religion is telling you. Those other religions, they do not have the Holy Spirit in them. Can you cast out demons with Allah's name? Can you cast out demons with Buddha? Can you cast out demons with those, you know, with those other God? No, you cannot. I spoke with a Muslim lady one day. They don't even believe in spirit. They don't even believe in demon. When I say, you know, I ask her like, do you guys believe in casting out demon? With You know, they say, casting out demon? What is a demon? For example, Isaiah 41 verse 10, encourage us. Do not fear for I am with you. Just like I just said. For I am your God, I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you, uphold you with my righteous uh, right hand. Often we feel the future and what will become of us. The Bible also, um, I forget in what verse, uh, what uh, book. The Bible also say you should not be worried about tomorrow because you don't know what's going to happen about tomorrow. That's why I told you guys many times we should only worry about today. The day that we are living right now, today is Monday. We should only worry about Monday. We should only worry about the present. Even Monday, you should not be worried too much about Monday. It might be like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock your time right now. You should not be worried about 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. What you're going to do? Those are the feature. You should only worry about the present right now. The present that you are right now, the second, the minute that you are right now. That's what you should only worry about. Especially tomorrow. That's like 20, you know, like a couple hours from now. So, but a lot of us, we worry about tomorrow. A lot of you, you you even worry about your past. Your past cannot change. You cannot change your past. Whatever happened in your past happened, let it go. Let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. Whatever happened in your past, you cannot change it. You can only change the future. You can only do things that you're supposed to do right now for your future to be better. By accepting Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior. 
by trusting God with all your heart, body, and soul, by having the fear of God, not the negative fear, not the fear of Satan, not the fear of the enemy. But Jesus reminds us that God cares for the bird of the air. So how much more will he provide for his children? So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Matthew uh, 10, verse 31. You see, those few verses cover many type of many type of uh, type of fear. God tell us not to be afraid of being alone. A lot of people are afraid of being alone. That's another that's another fear that the enemy uses. There is, there is one name, one category, uh, um, you know, one category of, there's two categories, the fear of God and the fear of the enemy. But within the fear of the enemy, there is a lot of different type of fear. You know, fear of being alone, fear of losing, fear of not having a baby, fear of not getting married, fear of not being successful in life, fear of not going to college. Fear of not paying your debt, fear of being kicked out your house, fear of losing your job, fear of your car broke down, fear of you know when you're traveling the plane might crash, fear somebody might broke in your house and kill you, fear you might have a train accident, fear you know the government might kill everybody, fear Putin might start attacking United States, fear you know there is so different kind of fear. There is so many different kind of negative fear, you know, that, that the enemy use against me and you. Fear the Bible may not be real. Fear if I die right now, I may not go to heaven. Fear, or oh, is this really a uh, heaven or, or, you know, or hell? Fear is this earth really going to destroy? Fear who created, the, you know, the universe? Fear, you know, like, is the moon really, really there? Fear is the earth really flat or round? It's just like there's so many crazy you know, fear that the enemy use against me and you to, to busy our minds so we don't think about God. So we need to let the stuff go. God tell us not to be afraid of being alone, of being too weak, of not being, you know, like heard, and of, you know, lacking physical physical necessity, like physical things, you know, people are afraid because they don't have physical things. They see their friend having good house, good car, good career, because they don't have it, that become a fear for them. So out the Bible cover, many type of different type of uh, fear, different type of spirit of fear. And and Psalm 56, verse 11, the Psalm, um, you know, in God I trust, I will not be afraid. What can men do to me? You see? Psalm 56, verse 11. And God I trust, I will not be afraid. What can, what can men do to me? When you have the kind of fear of God that God wants you to have, that's like 
you trust in God so much. The fear of God means you trust in God so much. You care for God so much. You love God so much. You will not be afraid of what a man can do to you. Somebody might come to you making fun of you, set you up, do all those crazy things. You, you're not going to worry about it. They, when you have that kind of fear, there is nothing that a man can do to you that will, you know, like, you know, that will really hurt you because you have the love of God, the peace of God, the fear of God within your life. This is an awesome testimony to the power of trusting in God. Regardless of what happened, the soul will trust, trust in God because he know the, the understanding he know, I'm sorry, because he know and understand the power of God. So the fear of God is the power of God. You know how powerful God is. So you feel God for that. You trust in God. You love God because you know he's the creator. And he's living in you. He's washing over you, the creator of everything that we are seeing, the creator of this earth, of the universe, the creator of knowledge, the creator of of even Satan and his, and his demon, the creator of, of this earth, the creator of everything, the creator of knowledge is in your life, is washing over you. You should not be afraid. If you are afraid, you, you need to start understanding the power of God. The only way is for you to meditate in the Word of God, for you to know the power of God. The key to overcome fear then is totally and completely trust in God. That is the key, the number one key to overcome fear is to trust in God. Trust in God. Is the only way that you can overcome fear. Is by you trusting, trusting in God. If you don't trust in God, it's because there's a problem. If you are afraid, it's because there's a problem. I'm even talking to myself too. If I keep being afraid of stuff, it's because I'm lacking, you know, the knowledge of God. God, I pray and I'm asking for you to put your full love in me. Help me to love you and to feel you the way that you require, that you want your children to feel and love you and respect you. It is a turning to God even in the darkness time and trusting Him to make things right. This this too comes from knowing God and knowing that He is good. As Job say when he was experienced some of his most difficult uh, difficult trial record in the Bible. Though he um you know though he slept me yet I will trust in Him. Job thirteen verse uh, fifteen. You see, Job was going through a lot, and he's still trusting God. In your darkest hour, 
in your darkest moment, in your darkest time, in your darkest hour. Whatever you are going through right now and you see no way out. Whatever experience, whatever trial that God put you in or you put yourself in right now. Don't be afraid. Trust in God. You will overcome it. Trust in God. God will take you out of it. The reason why you're still in it is because you do not have the, uh, you know, the trust in God in you. You do not have the fear of God. That's why you are still going through it. You are still in the same class. Every one of us, we are in class. There's a test that you're supposed to take for you to leave this class to go to the next one. It's because of the lack of faith, the lack of trust, the lack of love. Once we have learned and put our trust in God, we will no longer be afraid of the thing that come against us. We will be like the, uh, you know, like some who say with confidence, let all who take refuge in you be glad. Let them ever sing for joy. Spread your protection over them that those who love your name may with joy in you. Psalm 5 verse 11. Once again, before I finish, I'm going to read that again. Once we have learned to put our trust in God, 100% of our trust in God, we will no longer be afraid of the thing that come against you. You will no longer be afraid even if Putin choose to, to, to come attack America. You will not be afraid because you have all your trust in God. Even if you cannot pay your bill right now, they already send you like a you know like you know like a warning that they're gonna kick you out, even in the last moment. You will not be afraid, even if they even kick you out. You see your stuff in the street. You know, you will still have joy. You will still have peace of God. So once we have learned to put our trust in God and we will no longer be afraid of the things that come against us, we will be like, like the psalm, like the people that wrote the psalm who say with confidence, let all who take refuge in you be glad. Let them ever sing for joy, spread and spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may with joy in the Lord and you know in you. You will with joy when you learn to have that trust in God. No matter what happened to you, you will with joy. Whatever situation you are going through right now, you will with joy. You will always have joy in your life. That is all I have for you guys today. And I pray that God open your mind, open your soul, and I pray that God, you know, put this word in your mind, in your spirit. For you to know you should not be afraid. For you to, to know exactly what to do to overcome that fear that you are going through right now. Whatever darkness that you are in right now. Darkness means tribulation. Trial. Whatever thing that's happening in your life right now, 
whatever situation that you see yourself in right now, for you to always have trust in God. So you should to always have that fear of God in you. So you can overcome the spirit of fear. The spirit of fear is a negative fear. Is the spirit, you know, is a demon that making you be afraid of trusting in God. That make you be afraid of even trusting in the Bible. That make you be afraid of talking about is there really heaven and all heaven or hell? That make you be afraid of you know thinking about oh is God really exist? Is Jesus did really die for us? Is the spirit is the negative spirit of fear. And I pray that God help you to overcome whatever you are going through. Once again, if you haven't received Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior, right now is the time and day for you to receive Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior. After that, have a wonderful day. Continue sharing my, you know, continue sharing my broadcast from you guys. Continue sharing my page. Continue sharing, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. And I really appreciate it. May God be with you all. One love. Hello. Thank you for listening to Talk With You. We hope that you have enjoyed our show. And please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, Talk With You. If you have not done so, if you did, we just want to say thank you for your support. And have a wonderful day. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.